Welcome to What's New on the Scene. Today I'm chatting with Aidan Ellero from Canva. Would you like to introduce yourself and the origin story of your music? Oh, hi there, Amanda. Thanks so much for having me. Um, I'm really excited to uh, be part of this interview. Um, so I'll just introduce myself. So my name is Aidan Ellero. Um, I've been living in Canberra now for about 10 years. I'm from South Africa. <laughs> but um, I've been writing music for oh, quite a long time now, um, just like from my early teens. And uh, what I focus on writing is probably electronic pop. That's what I would say. Um, and it's sort of the origin story for me. I guess um, when I was really young and I was like in primary school, um, my mom <laughs> like pushed me really hard to, to try and uh, explore, I guess, creative outlets. And um, just because I used to draw a lot, I used to like mess around on computer games and uh, do animation things even. Um, but then all of a sudden she's like, hey, check this out, this is a piano. And uh, I was like, oh, this is the coolest thing ever. Um, and then I got into guitar and I got into drums and then singing um, over like the next couple of years. Um, and ever since then, yeah, I've just been, I've just loved music. Um, and I feel like music has become something I thrive on and <laughs> it's become a really uh, strong outlet for me. Yeah. Mm -hmm. <laughs> was there a moment where you decided that music was the career that you wanted to pursue? Uh, it's a good, it's a good question because uh, basically, what happened is uh, I'll just just some more context to answer this question for you. Um, I I kind of got inspired by my dad who does uh, engineering uh, to do architecture, and so I went and like studied architecture at university for like five years, but. Over that five years, the music sort of that I had been spending a lot of time on was sort of, it was like fading away, like slowly. Um, but what ended up happening is I, I finished my degrees. I got a job and in, in the architecture firm and uh, I actually really didn't enjoy it, <laughs> um, even though I'd studied for so long. But uh, I, I think when I realized that I didn't want to be doing architecture like at least full time. I actually do it part time now, but um, I left the firm and I was like, okay, I'm going to go all out on my music here because I miss it so much. And I just I have this feeling inside that I want to really pursue it. Um, and so I actually went and studied again at CIT. Um, I studied music performance um, at CIT and it was like probably the best six months of my life, like in terms of studying. <laughs> um, and just ever since then, yeah, music's just been going really well for me. And um, I just, I don't really want to stop. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what styles of music do you listen to? Uh, I listen, I would say the styles that I listen to, probably like punk rock or uh, just classic rock. So like ACDC or something. Um, I also listen to uh, Safia a little bit. They're also from camera. <laughs> um, but I mean... I listen to a whole whole range of styles, really. It's hard to like put a, fit, a like a pin on it, but um, I'd say that just in general, rock music is probably what I listen to the most. Yeah, mm. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Who are your musical influences? Um, in terms of like artists, I would say uh, I really love Ed Sheeran. Um, I also love Dave Grohl from Foo Fighters. So Foo Fighters, uh, yeah. Um, 
little bit of red hot chili peppers, uh, Blink 182, uh, Toto as well. I love Toto. They are an amazing, amazing band. Uh, Queen, uh, even Jimi Hendrix is in there somewhere. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, oh, and uh, Sting, uh, The Police. So, yeah, amazing. Yeah. What is your favorite album and song of all time? Um, I'd say my favorite album of all time is probably Bullet in a Bible by Green Day. Um, and probably my favorite song, oh, that's a hard one. Uh, I think my favorite song, probably Everlong by Foo Fighters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, what is your creative process like? And what advice would you give other performers to improve their songwriting and how they go about organizing gigs and actually playing the gig yeah um so my creative process um it's interesting you know because it it can what can spark like a song it really depends on how you're feeling for me and um really what i'll end up doing is i'll i like to work from sort of a top down uh kind of method of creating music so usually that means i i will start with like a melody in my mind or i hear something that inspires me a melody from a song um and then i will sort of build the song around that and you know all of a sudden there's there's lyrics and there's like the chorus and the verse and it all just builds up um i i used um fl studio which is a, a door so digital audio workstation to make most of my music like my own solo uh, music um, I'm trying this year to to try and incorporate um, like raw instrumentation, so like actual guitar or actual piano. <laughs> but um, yeah. Uh, and what was what was the remainder of the question? Sorry. So advice it was a for <laughs> other performers to improve their songwriting and then how they play their gigs. All right. Okay. Um, so I would say something that's really really important. Um, as an artist and you know like i'm like i'm still a young artist i'm still there's lots of room to grow um but i would say one of the most important things is to try and look at what other artists are doing in the industry and um sort of embrace like you know all sorts of kind of music don't just narrow yourself like i mean look it's different for everyone but um if you narrow yourself to sort of like one band or two bands like um it's great like it's great that you listen to them but if you really want to expand on songwriting and opening up your mind to like other opportunities or spaces to explore um i would really encourage like other artists to listen to lots of music listen to all sorts of music you know search like the genre that you don't like the most and you know, you might be surprised. You might find all of a sudden that there's actually some music in that genre or that space that, that really inspires you. Um, there's some really incredible music. You know, I used to be, I used to not really like jazz, but hey, I went to a, a gig uh, at Hippo Bar here in um, Canberra with a friend. He was like, dude, you got to come and listen to this. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I don't know. But uh, yeah, I, I had a listen and I have to say I was blown away. Um, I really didn't didn't expect what I heard, and yeah, I was actually genuinely inspired by that music um, that I heard. Uh, in terms of like getting gigs, um, just like put yourself out there. You know, don't be afraid to approach like managers of venues or just uh, go to events, talk to people. Um, it's absolutely crucial that you yeah network with people and 
try to build connections because at the end of the day, music is about the people. It's not like as much as music comes from like an individual or a group of individuals, it's really about the people and sharing that experience. So um, that's why I believe that um, you, you, you can't really get through music like if you do want to get uh i guess well known connecting with others is absolutely key um and yeah if you want to secure gigs well the only way you're gonna learn to do that is yeah as i said just talk to the managers get out there you know move around and talk um with all sorts of uh, people as well in the music industry um yeah what is the best advice that you've been given by a mentor collaborator or a friend about succeeding with your music so i'd say the best advice that i've been given so far is um really just work your ass off basically like um if you're passionate about something like work really hard in it you know um if you because like I can't remember where the, where the quote's from, but it was like, uh, talent, there's no such thing as talent, like without hard work. Um, you know, these, these, all these artists that you see, like, who's, who's a good example, like Justin Bieber, right? Like, um, if you try and like sing like him, it's really, really freaking hard. Like even, um, I've been talking with other like singers who've been singing for, you know, years and they're males, they have high voices, but the way that he sings is technique. It's, it's not just him singing and it's natural like it's <laughs> he's practicing like all the time to be able to sing like that um and so yeah i i wouldn't say i can't remember i'm just gonna i'm gonna shout out to like my friend damien slingsby who's uh my teacher from cit he just he's a really inspiring um person and i do consider him a mentor to me in some ways <laughs> yeah so that's so i'll just say that yeah who have been the most influential people in your life that have helped you achieve your dreams and aspirations? Um, I would say the most, the person that's helped me the most to achieve my dreams and aspirations is probably my mom. Um, my mom has just been so encouraging towards me and she's always, she's always one of the best for me. Um, you know, regardless of what, I, what I've wanted to do in my life and, um, you know, I had times where music was like, ah, oh, don't do music, Aiden. Like, you know, you're better off doing something else. And I mean, that's why I went and did architecture and, you know, I'm still involved there. But um, yeah, I'd say my mom, because, you know, if it wasn't for her, like I wouldn't be able to do a lot of the things that I'm doing right now. Um, and that goes for like so many of my friends uh, here in Canberra and even friends that are overseas. Um, yeah, like because of their support, their encouragement, um, I just i feel uplifted and motivated and yeah that's that's what i would i guess that's how i would answer that question <laughs> yeah what are some of the things that you do to ensure that you're always focused on what it is you want to achieve in music and life as well um well something i really like this question because i feel like it's not talked about very much and um because a lot of people are just just to sort of not going off tangent here but a lot of people don't believe that music can be like a career. And I really, I mean, of course, music is a career and there are plenty of people who <clears throat> are successful, but yeah, so many people just don't believe it can be done. Um, so one of the things that I really focus on is trying to be organized, um, like really organized. You know, I have my calendar, I write down everything that's happening, not everything literally, but anything that's like important. <laughs> um, and slowly, you know, over time, 
like I've built built up certain things like my jobs, like the hours that I work. You know, like you do, it is possible to get to that stage where you can set yourself up that you're working a certain amount of hours and it gives you that space to to still focus on what you really want to do in life. Because uh, while some people have a job and they love that job and perhaps that's like their career path and they just do that all the time, um, it's sort of a different like ball game with music, especially as you're starting up, like you can't, you're not going to be earning <laughs> like, you know, a salary or like a, a livable wage at the start of your musical journey, right? Like, I don't think any musician has started like that unless they've inherited, you know, some kind of fame or fortune. And um, yeah, so I would just, I would say that being really organized and structuring your life, creating like a framework that enables you to keep being keep doing your passion and being you um that's that'll allow you to thrive and to yeah to grow in the music uh, or really any other <laughs> space that you want to work in yeah what are some of the things that you like to do outside of music uh, um so I, I i feel like i spend a lot of my time doing creative things like like other than music i've been working on a board game for almost four years um i have just started an animation series um and that's while that is fun it's also a very painful process because it takes forever to to draw um uh i love just hanging out going for drives um spending time near water and like just i guess listening and observing and just trying to take in what what's around me um i think it's good to just pause in life sometimes you know just to like there's so much going on that like and especially in this day this day and age like i feel like there's this whole sort of culture in the back of our minds it's like we've got to do everything now and we've got to rush this and that and like if you don't take that time out of your day like you just well i feel like you just go insane right like um so yeah that's those are some of the things that i like to do out of outside of music um other other than um uh architecture stuff so yeah drawing floor plans and doing 3d models and things like that um but i mostly do that because it's like another job so yeah <laughs> if you could only listen to three songs or albums for the rest of your life what would they be and why um let's see i think for this far uh so i have three songs in mind um i would say i mentioned that i think i mentioned this song earlier everlong by foo fighters um another song would be Probably Don't Stop Me Now by Queen. I love that song. <laughs> um, and what's like another song? Oh, uh, there's a song that was released by Linkin Park before um, uh, Chester Bennington passed away. It was called One More Light. And uh, I think that song hits really hard, but it's also a really nice, relaxing kind of song. Um, yeah, <laughs> that's what I'd say. Yeah. If you were granted three wishes that would allow you to meet each of your three favorite celebrities, celebrities or musicians who would they be and why oh man uh let's see i well i've always wanted to meet ed sheeran <laughs> um and i will just say i went to his first gig in australia in perth in 2012 and um i waited till one in the morning <laughs> to see him after his um performance but he only came out apparently at like three in the morning mm. <laughs> um so i'd love to meet ed sheeran because um He's a huge inspiration for me. I have a book here of, of um, uh, his, it's kind of like his bio, his biography. And um, he apparently did like, 
a ridiculous number of gigs, like 300 like performances or gigs in one year when he was, uh, I think, 19 years old. Um, and he was couch surfing and living in the subway in, in England. Like, like that, it's crazy, you know. And but it, but I, um, I've always wanted to talk to him and ask him about that, you know, and what, what that was like, that process of just going through that, because it would have been really tough. Um, yeah. So, uh, another two people I've always wanted to meet Dave Grohl, Foo Fighters, <laughs> because, um, he's, I, I, I learned a lot about sort of his history and, um, his musical uh, journey and uh, especially I've always been interested in his connection with um, Nirvana before Kurt Cobain uh, passed away um, and he's just such a passionate like person he's, he's like this fire in the room you know he, I, I can totally imagine him just walking into a room and he just lights everything up you know like that's 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 how I imagine Dave Grohl. Um, I've never been to one of his concerts either, so I've always wanted to go, and I hope I get a chance to go. Um, and then the last person, oh, that's so hard to decide. Um, I would say probably Freddie Mercury, yeah, before he passed away. Um, I've, I, I've really admired him, and I think that his stage presence, um, at least from what the, the things that I've seen on YouTube and from talking to people, um, he was just one of the most passionate like individuals you would ever see in life apparently. And, um, but he was also such a like well-spoken intellectual, like very interesting, um, person. So yeah, I would say those three guys, Ed Sheeran, Dave Grohl and Freddie Mercury. Yeah. <laughs> what has been your favorite gig so far? Uh, my favorite gig, um, like, is it like a gig that I've performed or is this a gig that I've been to? Uh, a gig that you've performed? A bit uh, that I've performed. Um, yeah. Let's see. Well, I would say my favorite gig so far has probably been um, the first heat of this um, competition that I've been involved with. Um, I mean, I haven't, it's, it's interesting because like I haven't actually done that many live performances in venues myself. Um, my first like live performance after I returned to music was um, 13th of May. Yeah, 13th of May last year. Um, and that, that was at a bar called Sideway here in Canberra. Um, that was really fun, but I wouldn't say that was my favorite. I would say that my favorite has actually been with the more recent developments of uh, starting a band. <laughs> um, the band is called Soras. We're called Soras, but um, that, was, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, that's what I would say. <laughs> what is your favorite venue in Canberra? Uh, my favorite venue in Canberra. Oh, um, I would say probably the basement. It's called the basement and it's in uh, Belconnen. It's uh, it's a really awesome venue. Um, it's it's sort of the reason I love it so much is because it, it is like a central spot, but it's also um, it's it's very much like I'm not sure if you've ever been to like a hard rock cafe before, but um, like they have guitars all over the walls. They have drum, like, you know, it's just, it's very obvious that it's like you walk into this place and it's, it's all about the music. Um, <laughs> yeah. So that's why I love the basement. Yeah. <laughs> um, have you released any music and what is your general recording process like? Um, so I, I have released some music. Um, I released some music uh, earlier last year. Um, in fact, I released a song. It was called "Willing to Change," and that that song is actually all about um, returning to the music. Um, so, 
let's see. Um, my record, my my recording process. Well, um, I yeah. So I use FL Studio as a, a digital audio workstation, and typically um, I will just input um, all of the notes into whichever instruments are available in the software. Um, you know, like synthesizers. Um, but you know, I have I have like a mic set up here. Um, dynamic mics and compressed compression mics um, and I will sometimes like record my guitar <laughs> um, I really want to explore like inputting my piano into my computer because then I can play it like and it's a lot more natural I think when you can play it uh, rather than just inputting it um, and relying purely on software but that being said there are some really like powerful software tools out there so you can create piano that sounds very very realistic yeah <laughs> that's sort of my process yeah, yeah. <laughs> what is the dream venue that you want to play at uh i would say my dream venue is probably uh wembley stadium in london <laughs> um reason being is that uh i watch I've, I've seen many videos of foo fighters uh performing there and it's just an amazing atmosphere i think um, i feel very inspired <laughs> when i see those videos and um yeah, I mean, in general, I've always wanted to perform in like a massive stadium with all these people, but uh, you know, like that's a goal, but uh, or something to aim to, you know, like to strive to. But um, yeah, I'd say probably Wembley Stadium because it's huge. <laughs> what was your highlight of twenty twenty one, and what goals are there to make twenty twenty two an even better year? Um, I'd say the highlight um, from twenty twenty one was probably um, the six months of study that I did at CIT um, with the music performance because it, it, it sort of reignited my passion and, uh, for music and it, it, uh, it really, it really um, opened up my, my eyes to the sort of opportunities and like um, just the, yeah, like, like basically when I did that six months of study, I felt like I was picking up all these things that I'd sort of left behind. Uh, with my music, but it gave me that chance and that time, that time and uh, space to sort of pick all those things up again and uh, bring it back to life, I guess. Um, and I felt so reinvigorated by all of that. Um, I'm very grateful for like all of the teachers and all of the other students, all the people that I met um, during that six months of my life, because they, they really encouraged me and um, provided a lot of support um, for me, you know, whether that was just through like saying just being able to talk to other musicians um or yeah just encouraging me and helping me sort of bring back my confidence in myself yeah are there any new releases coming soon yes there is uh <laughs> i've been working on a new ep since june last year roughly june uh it consists of four new songs um and they're pretty much all recorded now um mixed they're mixed and mastered to my the best of my ability but i do want to try and get an engineer to do it uh, professionally and i do plan to um i'm also considering adding one more song to it um but we'll see otherwise it's going to be four brand new songs um i haven't got a release date yet but it will be this year so yeah <laughs> are there any upcoming gigs that you want to promote uh yes there sure is <laughs> um so uh, just going back on what I mentioned earlier about my band. Um, so I started a, a band called Soras and we won the first heat of this band competition in Canberra. We're through to the final and the gig 
is on the 13th of March, Sunday, at the Harmony German Club in Narrabonda. <laughs> I hope you're there. I hope you can be there. It'll be amazing. We, we would love your support and to anybody listening. Um, yeah, that's. I'll just. I'll leave it at that one. <laughs> yeah. yeah. What is a song or album recommendation for the podcast listeners to check out that has been released by an artist or band from Canberra? Um, I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say there's a song that was recently released which I, I really love. It's it's called Hideaway and it's by a band here called Northbourne. Um, it's it's sort of like grunge punk rock. Um, it's a really awesome song, lots of energy, lots of loud, like, you know, sounds. Um, and if you're into that kind of music, definitely check it out. Um, so yeah, it's an awesome song. <laughs> yeah. um, well, it's been great chatting with you today, Aiden. Good luck with the band comp and uh, with the yeah. band as well. Um, I'm sure everyone's really looking forward to your new music being released at some stage this year. Um, <laughs> Thank you so much, Amanda. Um, yeah, I, re- I really appreciate this. this is, it's it's really awesome. Um, it's made made my day, made my week. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Um, so follow what's new on the scene on Facebook, Instagram, and Spotify. You can also listen to the episodes on Apple Podcasts. Um, check out the new episode, which will be coming out on Thursdays, which is called Music of the Week. So definitely send through your songs that you've been listening to by Tuesday midnight. That's the cutoff to be featured on the podcast every Thursday. Um, and also there's a new exciting project from Mintflow Media called Lyrically Introspective. So you will be hearing some of the artists that have been featured on What's New on the Scene on the new podcast. So definitely look out for that. We've been What's New on the Scene. See you next time.